1: real quick before we start the show just wanted to let you guys know you can get the show two days early by joining our patreon even for a buck you can listen to the show two days early go to patreon.com analog talk and we got a bunch of stuff over there check it out and uh yeah enjoy the episode
2: hey everybody welcome back to another episode of analog talk a film photography podcast i'm your host chris i'm tim and today on the show, we have Patrick Doherty. How are you, Patrick?
3: Hi, guys. Uh, I'm super excited to be here. Long time listener.
1: First time guest, I
3: guess. First time guest, yeah. Yeah. excited to chat. Happy to be here.
2: So I'm super excited to share all the amazing things you do for the community. But before we get into all that, can you introduce yourself to our listeners who may not know who you are and what you got going on?
3: Okay. um, My name is Patrick and I I love film. I'm a film photographer and my main goal is to make film photography easily accessible for people. Mm. I love that. That's the general that covers most of it. <laughs> so <laughs> what's like
2: your, your your day-to-day? Because it's, it seems like you do a lot to really bring that to just bring it to people who may like you like you said make it accessible make it easy for people to shoot film you you, every time i I see you you're coming back from a lab you're you've got a bunch of cameras you've just picked up so (laughs) so break it break it down for us
3: okay so i do a bunch of things i try to cover all aspects of the realm of photography because it's hard to sell you can't sell like a camera and not film you know Mm -hmm. that'd be like Uh. selling cereal with no milk. No milk <laughs> <laughs> so I've figured, I'm like, okay, well, the main thing I do is I develop film for people and it's all done through a professional lab. And it's, I offer, as far as I know, the cheapest price for the highest quality development around. And so I provide development and I also sell cameras, I sell film, I take photos, but I've been, I, I, with the whole Corona thing, I haven't really been focused on my photography. Mm. Number one, it's been hard to, uh, yeah. it's hard to find inspiration. Number two, I don't, I don't know. When it comes to like street photography, portrait photography, like this last year, I really want to take a big step into my portrait my portrait work, but um, that kind of took a big L. Yeah, you know, with we the, all did, and, right? Same, yeah. had yeah.
1: yeah. <laughs> So many plans. <laughs>
3: <laughs> yeah, everything changed. I mean, I really, I love, I love taking photos. I, I love taking photos so much, but. Um, So I've still been doing it, but just not as much. It's really the whole last year to really shut it all down. Before Corona, we were doing uh, camera meetups like every other week. And that was beautiful. We really had a there was like we have a really large local community. I live in Oceanside, which is North County, San Diego. And um, there's no camera store in Oceanside, so I'm kind of like a mobile camera store Mm -hmm. in Oceanside. Oh, nice, nice. Yeah, Yeah. Uh, so once a week I'll do a pop-up in a parking lot and uh, people come and drop off film, buy film, and pick up their negatives from the past drop-off. And um, I also have, there's an antique mall in Oceanside and I have film for sale and cameras for sale inside of there. So every day is so packed with cameras. Like I wake up. I get out of bed. I step on a lens. <laughs> you know, there's uh there's cameras literally like everywhere. Like I, yeah, there's so many cameras everywhere. But um, it's really, really cool. I think it'd be easier to explain how I got started. Yeah.
1: Yeah, I'd love to hear that. That's all I've been thinking about right mm-hmm.
2: now. Start from the beginning.
3: So, okay, so it was 1994. It <laughs> was <there> a rainy morning. <laughs> my mom was there. Uh, I, I wasn't. No, so I was about um, 16, 15, 16, 17, and uh, Southern California skating. Uh, started filming my friends skating, but I could not put a video together for the life of me. Mm-hmm. Mm. So I still want to preserve memories so I moved into uh photography. I always had like a love for cameras and stuff. So f- you know, just kind of uh I figured I want to still capture everything but not videos. And then so yeah. I figured photography would work. And then my high school girlfriend at the time had uh, a Canon Rebel 2000. So I was like, "Ah, I want one of those. That looks cool." So late 2012 I got my first rebel. (laughs) I think you know what the next 30 seconds is going to say. Got my first role, developed it, and that's the end of it. Yeah, exactly. It's uh, the best feeling in the world is um getting your first roll of film back and seeing the photos and knowing that you made those yeah and wow um, photography has really opened up a whole world for me because I I did that and then so that was late 2012 and then I bought a huge batch of expired film not knowing just because I couldn't afford regular film you know this is back when expired film was cheaper yeah, yeah. Than Isn't that crazy yeah for now yep. it's more expensive which is Still wild to me. <laughs> um, <laughs> so I, I felt. So I bought a big pack of expired film, and I took it to uh, Chicago during the winter. Shot off like 10, ten, twenty rolls. Fell in love with it, and then 2013 came around, and I picked up uh, two cameras. I picked up a uh, Instax Wide, Instax Wide 210, which is the old Instax Wide. Mm-hmm. So most of the year I was shooting Instax Wide, which is really cool because I was still shooting film, but I didn't have any preconceptions. I didn't have any uh, notion of like what a good photo was. So I was very creative with it. Now I feel like I kind of overthink like settings and stuff. And I feel like there's so much of that when I wish I could just go back to not knowing anything. But also the second camera I bought in 2013 was a Polaroid Minute Maker. What is that? FP-100C. Uh. <laughs> you
2: know,
3: I didn't, I didn't know. I I didn't know. Mm. Um, it was $12.95 for a pack. Oh god. I was like, cool. And then I was so so bitter and upset mm-hmm. <laughs> they raised the pack of fp100c to 15 bucks i was like this is baloney right <laughs> right <I'm laughs> uh, little did i know yeah um <laughs> <laughs> and then so 2013 i was shooting mostly instant film and then i lived in oceanside next to a, a swap meet so i'd go over to the swap meet like every weekend and i just kind of like uh, pick up whatever And I kept finding film cameras, like A1s and point and shoots and all these other things for like like 10, 20 bucks each. And I was like, oh, this is cool. And then so I'd pick up a camera, shoot a roll of film in it. And then next week I'd pick up another camera, shoot another roll of film in it. I was like, oh, they all look different. So uh, that was super exciting. So I just kept going, kept going, kept going. And then I ran out of shelf space. (laughs) (laughs) So I kept going every weekend buying new cameras. And then I had so many cameras, I had to sell some. It turned out that I made a profit. And I was like, oh, wow, that was weird. I didn't know people wanted these old cameras. I thought, you know, there's me and like a few other people. Mm -hmm. And so uh, I'd give them to my friends. I'd sell a couple on Craigslist, but it wasn't really anything big. And then I think it was around 2014. So 2014, still continuing, uh, just clicking, shooting away. And uh, I took my first uh, black and white darkroom class at the local community college. Uh. And again you know you see the picture come up and the the chemicals and I would spend all day all day in the darkroom there and uh that made me really love film you know I fell in love with all the photography stuff I learned from school uh learning about like Sally Mann and Mm. Winogrand and all the other you know photographers and that just it just opens up my eyes oh 2013 also uh Vivian Meyer that movie came out oh yes Mm-hmm. And so I, I still, still super. I was just oblivious to everything. I was like, "Oh, that's cool. I want one of those." So my first medium format camera, 2014, 15, late 14, early 15. Uh, Yashica Mat 124G Mm. yeah really fun camera such Um, a good camera yeah and then so around that time 2013, 2014 uh, sorry I'm trying to recount while I talk about it Um, so 2015 I started selling cameras to people I know because I would you know it's just I always had a camera and people would ask. And then, so, hey, my friend told me that you got them a camera. Can you help me get a camera? Oh, hey, can you teach me how to use it? So I'm like teaching people how to shoot film and I'm selling cameras. Like I'm, and at the time, no one wanted cameras. So all day I'm picking up AE-1s, X700s, K1000s, no more than 30 bucks.
2: That's crazy. in The good old days. Yeah, I know.
3: Yeah, the good old days. um, People were just giving me cameras. I got this box of stuff and it was like, it was like a bunch of cameras i'm looking through and i find this one point and I'm like zeiss i've heard that before i was like what's that <laughs> you know so i look up i was like yashica t4 that sounds cool <laughs> so at the bottom of the box i realized that i had a t4 and so again <sighs> not knowing i was just shooting it everywhere and i loved it i loved it i loved it i loved it um and then sold it for rent money back in 15 16 something like that and then uh i picked up another one recently And I'm in love with it all over again, unfortunately. (laughs) It's the best. (laughs) I'm still a really huge fan of uh, cheap point and shoots because I think they're highly and severely underrated. They are, yeah. One thing I really do want people to know is that you do not need a good camera. You know, I've taken some of my worst pictures with my Leica. (laughs) (laughs) Right. And your best
2: best with a cheap point and shoot, right?
3: No, my Holga. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, the Hulk, kills it, you know, like, and it's not about the camera. It's about the photographer and it's about what you do with it. And it's going back. I mean, it all comes full circle because back in the day it wasn't, I wasn't biting to any like photography rules or anything. I was just having fun. Mm -hmm. And, um, what happened was, uh, I talked to one of my friends who was a photographer, Basil. He, uh, he was like, yeah, doing photography for work is cool, but it kind of takes away from the love of photography because you're doing it for work. Mm -hmm. And I got so scared. I said, I never, I never want to not love photography. Right. So I tried to figure out how I could work in the field while still mm. not showing my photos. Yeah. So yeah. now I'm eight years into it and I haven't Shown any photos besides a few here and there on Instagram?
2: Yeah, I remember I asked you. I was like, "Where's your work? Where do you put your work?" Because <laughs> I, I want to see what you what you're making with all these these cameras and stuff.
3: Yeah. So recently, um, I decided on something I want to do, and it's kind of like a big step for me because um, I think I want to dive into videos and kind of going over you know photos I've taken before because I don't know. Do really? I have so much information to share, and what I want is for f- photography to be easily accessible to people. Mm-hmm. One thing that turns people off a lot is if you shoot a camera and you get a re- bad rollback, then you're yeah. kind of like, you know, bummed. So I want I want to share all of my archives and I want to share all the stuff that I did wrong. That way, other people don't have to do that. But also, I'd like to share some of the photos I've taken. I think I've taken a good photo or two. You
2: have, yes. Um,
3: <laughs> <laughs> um, but also, this too, it was, you guys released this podcast two or three years ago. Tim, you said it. You post on Instagram and it's dead.
2: Yep. Yeah.
1: Mm-hmm.
3: I still so feel true. that way
1: to yeah. this day. Yeah. yeah.
3: Me too. And it's just like it's really it's not about the likes. It doesn't matter about validation. Blah 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 blah. But I have this photo and I love this photo and I put it on Instagram and it gets whatever 100, 200 likes. You know, and you're like, that's it. That's the life of that's the it. that's the life of the photo. Poof. You know. Yeah. And that's where it sits and that's where it stays. And like that breaks my heart because I'm like mm-hmm. I worked so hard for that photo. I'm i metered for that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um. So what I want to do is. I, and this is with everything I do, I don't want to do anything like half-assed. Like I want to do everything really, really good. So as you know, with Corona, uh, last year I was actually planning on having my first show. So, you know, do a few prints, have a big show, but now there's no gatherings. Yeah, and You can do a virtual show or something, but I don't want to do that to my photos. I want, mm-hmm. I want to print them big and have them be seen. and Yeah. yeah. I want to feel them. But uh, so 2014, 15, I'm selling cameras, uh, more and more, 16, I'm i I'm going out to everywhere, everywhere I can find. I'm going to every single thrift store within a four hour, like a four hour radius, like everywhere. I
2: love when I asked you, I was like, where do you go? Like, can you tell me where you go? And you're like, no, I can't tell you where I go. And I was like, all right, <laughs> Smart. fair, fair,
3: fair. <laughs> Smart. Um, so, I mean, it's, uh, it's. It's pretty straightforward. I can tell you where I don't go. It's eBay. <laughs>
2: yeah, eBay. Yeah.
3: yeah uh, uh, f- I um, uh. I mean, just recently, I, I spent probably like $500 on like $80 cameras. So I probably bought like five or six mm. cameras. Five out of the six were br- broken or mis-described, uh, you know? Yeah. But they're like, they're like oh it works perfectly the shutter fires the batteries are good and then you check it and it's like the film doesn't wind back you know back into the It's like that's yeah. one thing they didn't mention and that's one the one thing that's wrong with it so or they know
2: like, it's broken they just list as is like I don't know it's as is I never buy as yeah. I never
3: buy as is <laughs> yeah yeah it's
2: like destined to be broken
3: exactly so if it says as is or maybe tested or but that's the thing because I'm going on eBay and I'm trying to buy like a hundred percent working cameras like I'm paying like almost top dollar for them. And and then they come and it's like nothing. <laughs>
1: mm-hmm. Yeah. I was just on eBay probably an hour or two before we hopped on here tonight. And just the prices... Like, the overall prices have just been insane. Yeah. You know, even even looking at, you know, of course, Chris Visser got the the M10. So now I'm looking at digital Leica's again <laughs> on eBay. He's killing and, it with that M10. And I'm just like, how dare they charge two or $4,000 for an M8? You know what yeah. I mean? Like, That's that camera that. is older than dirt. And they're still trying to get... Uh, I just don't understand. And and I was also looking at those Fuji 645s, the little uh, medium format point and shoot
3: oh yeah those are like eight nine hundred dollars yeah that's they're ridiculous. insane and that's unnecessary too and like Un- okay you want to talk about unnecessary let's talk about the contacts line
1: yeah
2: listen <laughs> yeah. listen okay <laughs> <Chris>.
1: <laughs> <No>. <laughs>
2: listen.
3: i get it no i do get it i really do but um people are charging it's you know Supreme, like the clothing line, the Supreme. Yeah. Yes, yes. It's it's, it's the like, Supreme of it's cameras. Like that, yeah, yeah. Look, and I'm there, not happy.
2: I'm not happy that they're that much because I I had an opportunity to buy one when it was like there it was like 650 and <laughs> I was and like, that
1: was outrageous. Yeah, I was like that I was like whoa. I can't
2: pay whoa. that and like I would have loved to pay that <laughs> like because they're now a thousand dollars whatever.
1: Well,
3: that's with everything now. I was looking up the uh, the Pentax 105 2.5 last night and those are up to like <laughs> five six hundred just for the lens now. Yeah. Which is crazy because I remember... So my Pentax 67 kit, I have the Pentax 67 with um, the 105 and the 5535. And uh, that was actually passed down to me from um, someone who passed away. And that was uh a... A really crazy story and this is kind of like a pattern with me in um the camera world so people i've been doing it for so long that people are like oh hey you're the you're the camera guy right you're the camera guy yeah (laughs) you're the camera guy right i'm like yeah i I guess so And they go, hey, look, you want to come over and check out uh, some cameras I have? Maybe you can buy some or uh, yeah, I can just give them to you. And I'll drive like an hour away and there's like a box full of brownies. I'm like, thanks. <laughs> you know, uh-huh. they're, like, they're like, oh, check it out. It has two megapixels. That's so old. I yeah. love that. I'm like, I'm like, no, this isn't old enough. But thank yeah. you. Yeah. End, you know? yeah. But um, one time, it's a whole chain of phone call to this guy knows this guy. And I got an address. That's all I know. I got an address and a phone number. I call the phone number. He's like, all right, meet me at the address and Saturday at 2. And I'm in downtown Laguna Beach. And I'm like, wow, this isn't right. So, I call the I call the number and this dude pops out from behind a tree. And he's like, come here. <laughs> I'm like, all right. So, I follow him and um, we go upstairs and there's this whole entire uh, Cibachrome printing lab. Um, hmm. I know. Yeah, it was a Cibachrome. <laughs> like, wow. So, uh, yeah, so i it was um, owned by Mark Chamberlain. Oh, I was hoping he you had, would tell the story. Yeah. So Mark Chamberlain, was a he was a photographer. He came to California in the 70s. And um, he did a lot of work pro environment. So there's this like big foresty area around Laguna. And they were going to develop houses on it. But him and a few other photographers did a large project called uh, The Tell. And that saved the green belt around Laguna from future development so he was very uh he was cool yeah I was talking to him he was just this old dude from you know he was just super super mellow developed he had this whole it was a black and white uh dark room and color dark room and Cibachrome and like, yeah he, it was crazy so I went to his lab and I looked at everything for like five minutes and he's like all right come on let's go so I followed him in my car and we drove half an hour away to a hospital and I met uh Mark Chamberlain uh pretty much like on his deathbed yeah. and over the next two months i uh went back and forth and visited him a few times he told me about his it still makes me like like yeah. tremor a little bit speaking yeah. about it just because it was such a heavy it was such a cool it was it was such a cool experience um i got to talk to this photographer he was a film photographer and he did so many crazy really cool things and had a cool life um he left his entire film fridge to me one time, so I, this is like the second or third time I went, he was like, Yeah, go back to my studio. Everything in the film fridge is yours. So, uh, Damn. yeah, I had, so that's where all the 8x10 film I have comes from. I have a fridge full of 8x5, 4x5, and he gave me a bunch of uh, 35, too. I blew through the 35, not knowing. Again, I was just like so excited. I had all this crazy, like, yeah. I stuff. A few, yeah. Ooh. yeah, I have a. I have a bulk roll of, like, Ektachrome 64T from the 70s. That's been freezer kept. Wow. Man. Yeah. So so that's really cool. So I think I'm going to split that up and give away some rolls soon. Oh, okay. Back. Oh, yeah. So he <laughs> went, I got the Pentax.
2: <laughs>
3: you got the, his Pentax?
1: That's wild. hmm Wow. Wild. Yeah, with the 105. And
3: so that's happened. People, yeah. So I got um, my Graflex from... Oh, I feel like I should just go through the cameras real quick. <laughs> I got my Graflex from my best friend, uh, Kayla. Her grandma used to be a photo teacher. And so she gave me the Graflex. This lady, same thing. It was the, uh, oh, hey, I have all these old cameras. Like, you should come check them out. And she was like, maybe, maybe you can help me sell them. I was like, yeah, for sure. So she pulls out beautiful nikon f it was all black nikon f2 beautiful mm-hmm. couple other nikons and then she pulled out this one she's like all right you saw all these other you saw all of these and you can keep this one and it was uh it was this it was a m3 oh so, my wow. gosh yeah. so it was an m3 simicron 50 f2 rigid v2 um also came with a nikon 35 2.4 i think which is a LTM thread, like a thread mount and mm-hmm. uh, ha- with an M mount adapter and a Hector portrait lens. But when well, I got the camera, the camera wasn't working, blah, 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 blah. So I took it to, I took it to this repair shop and I had, I, so man, I have so many things to talk about. I have not found the <laughs> repair shop. I, uh, I took my M3. I was gonna sell it, and then the guy who runs the repair shop saw saw me about to sell it. He was like, "No, it's beautiful. You should uh you should let me repair it for you." He's like, "Just give me that telephoto lens. And I'll repair it for you. Don't worry." So I was like, "All right, cool. Like trade a hundred dollar lens and get my M3 shutter replaced." So I had him clean out the 50 the 50 millimeter lens while he did that. So he decided to, um, instead of the original telephoto lens trade for the fix, he told me he needed the telephoto lens, the wide angle lens and my meter. So I gave him all all my stuff, like not really knowing. He, uh, he put the middle element in my lens backwards. So my ah, first test roll was on. completely blurry. When I got my camera back, I realized that there's a huge thumbprint in the viewfinder. What? I'm like, oh dude, like that's such a bummer. And then he like chipped... I think that he swapped out my, my film door for his film door because mine was like perfect and the one that I got back isn't perfect. And then also he just... I mean, this is expected, but my leather on my camera got chipped because the leather is brittle. brittle. Mm-hmm. It just, yeah. I just would have rather taken it somewhere else. So I took the camera back to him. And I was like, hey, elements backwards, thumbprint my viewfinder. Can you just fix it, please? I gave you like, you know, a lot yeah. all my stuff that goes with the camera. And uh, I just want the one lens and I want it to work. He fixes the lens, gives me the camera back with the thumbprint, still in the viewfinder and tell, pretty much tells me to screw off. Um, I saw it or I was selling something else. And then he was like, he took it and then he was like, he was gonna, it was a lens. It was a really nice lens. And he, <laughs> I haven't, I know, this is just, so this is a repair place in LA. So I, I don't wanna name any names, but it's a camera repair place in LA. He took the lens to repair it. He took one month, then two months, and then he saw me at the camera show when back before Corona when we could still do the camera shows. And um, he heard me over. He overheard me talking to someone else saying I needed a new RB1. So he told me he'd give me. RB 50 and a 90 and trade for the lens that he was repairing for me he gave me the 90 and then stopped answering my phone calls after that
1: oh my god yeah. this but, guy um, that's not how you run a business no no, <laughs> my god. no
3: and then he hit me up like probably a month later because he was he's trying he was trying to open up like a little developing lab and then he wanted me to come work for him because I know how to work all the developing machines since I do at the lab that I developed through I was like no that's okay man no yeah. that's all good I mean like I oh don't know that was um, out of everything in the last eight years, I've had nothing but great experiences with every single person from the film community. Oh, him and there's some dude from Portland that just stole like a few hundred dollars from me for, for cameras too. But uh, <laughs> we were but just like shaking our the heads. Bridge. <laughs> I know. Yeah, it's it sucks, but like I don't know. It's
2: bigger picture. You're doing a lot yeah, of yeah bigger picture.
3: Yeah. So I'm here. To help people shoot film and i'm here to go through all the stuff that I don't want other people to go through Whether that be finding out about a bad repair place and making Mm -hmm. sure people don't go there or making sure i'm buying the broken camera That was listed working on ebay that way you don't have to yeah
2: (laughs) So take us through like a day because I see you in the middle of like your your long trek
3: Okay, let's start with a thursday. Yeah (laughs) So thursday friday saturday sunday I'm camera hunting. Yeah. Every Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, I'm hunting for cameras. I have a lot of sources online. I have people o- over the country in different places where they find cameras for me. I give them money and blah blah blah. blah. Um, I'm sourcing cameras. I'm trying to organize everyone's okay. film. Some, you know, and then so then Monday. Monday I have the pop up. Yeah. And Monday so that's where everyone drops off film with me and I I go I have drop boxes set up. Oh man, see it's hard for me to to see what I need to cover and what I don't. <laughs> so I try to make it as easy as possible for people to drop off film with me. If you want you can drop off in person at the pop up on Monday. Mm-hmm. Or you can drop off at any time between the open business hours at uh, one of two shops. There's Sea Hive in Oceanside, and there's Steel Mill Coffee in Oceanside. Steel Mill Coffee, they got great coffee, ran by great people. And you walk in, and there's a little box. You scan the QR code, and it pulls up my website, and just pay and drop off your film. And then every Monday, isn't it? Yeah. 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 I wanna set one up in LA and one like the thing for twenty twenty one is I wanna set these boxes up more, you know, mm-hmm. but I can only manage like it's just me and I'm yeah. already developing for probably yeah. around. I was
1: just thinking that.
3: Yeah, so I'm in charge of probably I wanna say like a hundred and fifty to two hundred and fifty people people's film a month, which is like it's a lot. Yeah, it's a lot. And I'm I'm just trying to so I'll spend like a day you know, uploading everyone's film and just making sure it gets to the right places. So far everything has worked out really well. I've managed to streamline everything really well and um it's been a learning process. Uh I've been developing film for everyone through the lab for three years now and it's really cool because we're we're able to write I charge ten dollars for a development scan. And that's done through very high-quality stuff. It's yeah. everything's done through series uh, And, you know, we have Nuritsu HS1800 for wow. the scanner. that's uh, Fuji Frontier. Yeah, we have... Oh, and the thing... Okay, I'm <laughs> going back to... You can drop off <laughs> a pop-up at the drop boxes, or you can mail it to me. And the web, the information for mailing it is on my website, film47.co. That's the website. Which
2: you just launched, la- relaunched, right?
3: I did just relaunch it, yeah. So I'm actually... Um, this is another part of my big... 2021 goals and changes, but I really, really want to get back into photography. I miss it so much. Yeah. Um, photography really helps with like my anxiety. You know, mm-hmm. I don't really have same, you know? same here. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's a, uh, it's the best thing when you can. You know, if I'm in a crowd of people and everyone's talking and I don't have anything to say, I just look busy, uh, shutter speed, (laughs) aperture, you know, go take a photo of a dog and I can go escape from any like situation that I may or may not feel uh, too hyped about. I mean, also there's, I can't say enough, good. there's a million things I love about film photography I love uh I love the mechanics of it all my mechanical or all my cameras are mechanical all of them all the ones that I keep so my uh go, my, my my primary ones like your so main, that'd be the yeah. uh yeah the FM2 the M3 and the RB and the Holga that Holga is so good <laughs> I know I
1: love my Holga too
3: I have a, a knockoff Holga and it's like incredibly sharp for some reason I also have so I really like the cameras that like where you there you have to set the settings mm-hmm.
2: manually yeah,
1: because
3: mm-hmm. that that it makes it. um Have you ever ridden like a fixie bicycle? Yes. Yeah. You know how like mm-hmm. oh yeah to, not, like,
2: I understand about yeah,
3: it. yeah it's yeah so it's like yeah but yeah it's work but you feel more connected to the bike because it's like oh I like uh I, don't know, I just really like mechanical things you know um <laughs> things that if my camera needs a battery I don't like it because I <laughs> I'm the worst with that ba- my batteries die on uh, set all the time um, the only camera I really really love that does that is primary. Primarily battery is a, are the T4 and the F5. I have the F5 to counter the FM2 if I needed, you know, because the F5 is like the FM2, same lens line, uh, mm-hmm. except F5 has the whole slew of every feature. <laughs> <laughs> FM2, drop it in a puddle, it'll still probably work. Drop it off <laughs> a few stairs, it's probably still going to work. Oh, I have a Roliflex 2.8F. That's been my number one uh, in the past.
1: That's still one on the on the bucket list for me. I've always wanted a Rolly Flex, especially now shooting the Mamiya. Their twin lens deals a lot lately. Oh guys. yeah,
3: those are. You were just telling me you had you had the C twenty two. Yeah, no, C220. and the
1: two twenty and the three thirty now. And oh really? Just the you, C. <laughs> what made you pick just those? The, well, right when lockdown happened, I was really getting into the twin lens deal again, and I had. Hmm. I've had a Yashica 124G probably five times. Like, I'll get it. I'll, I'll love it. And then I'll be like... Oh, uh, it's just like a good... It's a good throwaway camera.
3: <laughs> yeah, the prices
1: are really good on it that you can play exactly. with it for a little bit and then, you know, trade up or trade, you know. So I, I did that so many times and then I just had a, a broken little Argo Flex or something. I forget what it was called. Just like a real junky little twin lens. Yeah. And I was like, I really, really want like a Mamiya, you know, the Mamiya mm-hmm. version because... You can get that close focus. The glass is gorgeous. I mean, the glass is
3: incredible on this. Dude, it's
1: it's incredible. Like oh, I'm so blown good. away by the. I have an eighty, a sixty-five, and a one thirty-five, and they're Ooh. all just like to die for.
3: That sixty-five is killer,
1: dude. It's it's so wide, like for oh, shooting no. square like that. Oh man, hmm. but, I had
3: the uh, I had the C thirty-three with a one eighty on it. Mm. That My stepdad was, has
1: the 180. It's such a good lens, too.
3: It's great. Yeah, it's a really good lens. I really like... Well, I was going to ask, yeah, what, what made you choose the C30, uh, C330 and the C220? Was there anything specific about those ones, like, mechanically speaking, versus the 22 and the C2? The
1: 220 came first it was the c220 was just a really good deal on ebay i was just kind of hawking them on ebay watching and watching and watching until and i had to go over my price range of what i wanted i only wanted to spend two hundred dollars you know like that was my limit and i was looking specifically for because there's everyone always says the blue dot lens like are the better of the set so i found the c220 in like perfect condition with a blue dot 80 millimeter for
3: 200 wow Wow. when was that three or
1: four months ago not that long ago
3: Nice.
2: Yeah,
1: that's a Yeah, it was it was score. And absolutely love that camera. I I take it. That's like my medium format guy that I take with me everywhere cuz mm. you know, I'm an RB67 guy. I love the yeah. RB67. Yeah. <laughs> definitely my yeah. my all-time favorite medium format camera. That camera will never leave my side again. I've yeah. made the mistake of Selling yeah, that camera too. twice and will never do it again. Yeah. And I got the original one back. Like the one <gasps> I have is my original RB. So it's it's a pretty, it's just not, I don't care. I don't care. The whole world could be crum- like crumbled. I could be starving and I will not let that, go of that camera. That's why right? I,
2: I never sell anything. Cause I'm, I'm afraid of that fear of like, <gasps> what did I do?
1: <laughs> there's always, there's a little bit of regret, but I, I just feel like the win, as long as it's not like, for money like if you do it no. for another
3: piece of gear yeah it's
1: at least you're getting something out of it yeah. you know what i mean to, like, to, mm-hmm.
2: to fund another purchase
3: yeah yeah i've definitely had to sell cameras to pay for like bills and not had to been able to like reinvest it mm-hmm. but been uh, there
1: too oh yeah. yeah oh
3: yeah i sold my original rb 67 to my friend uh blake johnston and then he moved to Yosemite with it, and then got hired at the Ansel Adams Gallery because he was walking around with the RB that I sold him. Oh, and that's they like, so good! Wow. I love it. Yes. So then he lived there for the past, I think, year or something like that. And uh, his whole he worked at the Ansel Adams gal- Gallery. Got into four x five. He just got featured on uh, Kodak's page because of wow. his uh, El awesome. Cap photo. Wow. He's killing it, Blake Johnston on Instagram. He has beautiful four x five scenery photos. He's good photographer. Really sweet kind guy too
1: oh uh, i just i wanted to ask with with you doing like the film lab and the camera selling and stuff like that where does most of your like earnings come from are you more so on like kind of swapping gear or do you do better with the lab i mean i know you're not in it to be like a millionaire you know you just kind of want to yeah be able to do this you know which is kind of my dream too i'm that kind of guy that loves to just like flip gear all the time
3: i want this to sound as like a little corny as least corny as possible But
1: uh, <laughs> it's okay we can get corny yeah here. it's all
3: right man i really <laughs> i really do it for the film community i asked my friend because you know before corona i was gonna open up a camera store oh you know uh Rob, Safe Light Labs, awesome yeah, Rob, show. friend yeah. of the
2: show, love Rob, love
3: Rob. I met Rob probably four, like four or five months at Beer and Cameras uh, meetup, like four or five months before he opened up Safe Light, and I had the same idea, which was to open up a dark mm-hmm. room studio and do-it-yourself development center. But I didn't want to do anything like hastily, and I didn't want to do anything like shakily, so mm-hmm. uh, I didn't. But um, so I'm kind of re- reformulating what I'm going to go with uh, big time now. Yeah, but overall i'm not making money with this i so i was gonna open up a store and i asked my friend who owns a camera store and uh i said not robbed is someone else i asked him what would you recommend or what would you say to someone well i said what would you tell someone trying to open up a camera store he says don't yeah (laughs) of course (laughs) yeah because the the margins are incredibly terrible yeah i make very little money off of everything like i said i'm give i'm offering the cheapest film development so I don't want to raise the prices on that Because that wouldn't be the cheapest um, I make money from uh, good finds You know Yeah when- Yeah uh, yeah. Recently, uh, my re- most recent acquisition that's been helping me out was uh, I got like 60 student cameras from our friend nice. Alan Escalante, yes. also an employee of Negative Supply, mm-hmm. a mutual friend of me and Chris. Which is which
2: is funny because you were saying like, it just, you know, sometimes I just get lucky. It just happens. And then I was like, man, that's crazy. And then Alan was like, oh, I have all these cameras from my She's professor. Like, <laughs> I, for- I did, forgot I had in my car. And I was like, is this magic happening? that I witnessed like, it was just like, yeah.
3: He goes, <laughs> yeah, he's like, hey, I got some cameras in my car, maybe you he can pulls tell me out what worth? like
2: three boxes. Dude, no, there was like
1: I saw the pictures. Yeah. I saw the picture. Yeah, insane.
3: Yeah, so I mean, I find that I've been thrifting like heavy for so so long and I can say very thoroughly that number 1, everyone, okay, please stop buying broken cameras from thrift stores because <laughs> <laughs> now when you go into a thrift store they they'll have like a broken camera like obviously broken they'll be like yeah 100 bucks and You're like that's yeah. not, like it's not working yeah <laughs> like no it's 100 bucks on ebay and you're like ah, whatever but when before Insane. everything you could find you know all the cameras people were like oh you want that two bucks
1: mm-hmm. yeah
3: yeah so like one time i was at the oceanside swap meet this is before the oceanside swap meet closed down uh i found a t4 uh for a buck so that god my groceries that month (laughs) i found an olympus xa for a dollar one time
2: uh, See, I would want to keep them all. I would never be able to dislike sell. Them.
3: Well, here I had, I had to stop myself. So now I have one camera for every category. Yeah, that's smart. <laughs> that's smart. Yeah. Besides, so the only time I double up on a camera, uh, FM2, F5, that makes sense. Yeah. I have the M3 and the Nikon S. That's because they're both gifts and I, I can't, I don't want to give away something that was a like, gifted yeah. to me. I have my rb 67 and the Pentax 67. The RB was a gift too. I have my Roliflex, which is my TLR. Yeah. And then my, my uh graphlex which is my 4x5 which is a gift too and oh actually i bought my t4 for 200 bucks recently
2: yeah 200 is pretty good
3: yeah i feel like that was a gift too yeah that's a good deal (laughs) uh but oh also in the rangefinder i love my olympus xa i have one and it's such a small camera you can operate the entire camera with one hand it has yeah. manual iso control or wait does yeah manual iso control up to 800 It has manual aperture it's aperture priority it's it's every it has backlight correction too it's everything you could possibly want no in that's insane yeah. yeah and a self-timer because the pictures with the homies yeah, yeah. <laughs> But yeah, no. So I had to stop myself because I had like eight different like SLRs. I was like, oh, like I need I need the X700 and the K1000 yeah. and the AE1 and the A1. But- I, I get like
2: sometimes it feels like, you know, now that I got my like M4, I'm like looking at my collection and being like, OK, it will I touch these other cameras again? You know,
3: <laughs> <laughs> Probably, I every time I've seen you since you got that, you've had that. Yeah. A foot of you. Yeah. Good. I really, Good.
2: really love it. But but then I look and I, you know, I, I was like, OK, I have like my favorites, you know, and I feel like I was mm-hmm. talking to Chris uh, and Joan. We just hung out. Joan's in, in town right now, but I was saying, like, really, it's it's not just like, okay, yes, I'm a photographer. Okay, yes, I like film cameras, but it's like a collection. So like, mm-hmm. I don't like, I don't need the context t two.
3: But no, but you kind of do.
2: Like, it'll look nice in my collection.
3: You know? No, 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 no. Here's here's what you do. Your camera is a tool. They all do different things. Yes, you need your toolbox to be fully stocked for you. Yes. <laughs>
1: Oh, man. Here we go. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Get it.
3: That contact seats. I think there's one on eBay going for a good price right now or something. I don't know. I'm looking yeah. to
2: it. Yeah. Um, I, got, I, got, I got a guy. I got a hookup. <laughs> but so, you know, that's how I look at it. Like, I, you know, I have my my, Olymp- my Olympus stylus, Epic. I have a champagne and I have a black one. And I have a, a T4 champagne. I have a, a T5 in black. And I have, like, a Canonet in silver and I have a cannonette in black it's like
3: not just the thing is you it makes sense to have those number one because you're not going to find those those are only going up in price every single camera yeah, is going yeah. up in price this yeah. is one thing i really did want to touch on if you if anyone listening wants a specific camera okay number one you don't need that camera because it's like your favorite whoever is shooting that camera right you know? right get a similar focal length and make it work you know yeah uh people want a special camera get it now.
2: I mean there's there's yeah, there's there's definitely like cameras that are more sentimental. The T4 is like what I when I moved to LA, that's all I had basically and that's like what I took with me everywhere as I was like exploring my new home. That one means something to me. So
3: Oh, never sell a sentimental.
2: Yeah, get, getting getting that one fixed or like buying one again It's like, it's not just because, you know, whoever is cool is shooting it. It's like, I really, really love that camera.
3: That makes sense.
1: I I used to go through the phase of like, every time I would go thrifting or to an antique place, Mm -hmm. I would have to save every camera, like all the time to the point where I had, you know, I'd have friends over and they'd just be like, how many cameras do you have? (laughs) Like, you are insane. And I'm like... Yeah, but I, you know, I, I sell them and st- And I'm like, no, I don't. I usually just <laughs> hang on to them and never let them go. And, but I mean, I really started to purge the collection again, there's like the collector aspect yes. of it. Like there's a bunch of cameras that, again, you know, I have a black Canon FTB. Mm-hmm. I have a silver Canon FTB. Because yeah, yeah. they're they're like, what got me back into it? You know what I mean? Like what got yeah. me back into film photography? And it's like, and again, when I put stuff up for sale, it, it's not people going, wow, that's way too expensive. People are like literally messaging me and they're being like, why are you selling yeah. that for $85? Like, you know, they're going for like 300 on. And I'm like, because I don't, I want somebody to use it. Yeah. Like that's yeah. the whole no, point. And
3: that when It's so much nicer uh, there, oh, man. It's so much nicer to see a camera go to a good home. I sold a Minolta SRT 101 with a 45 F2 working meter, everything I sold it for a really good price to uh, my friend today because he it's for his girlfriend. And I'm like, dude, yeah. For like, no question about it. He's like, are you sure? Like, this price is cool. I was like, dude, no problem. Like, yeah, I like I I make like five, 10 bucks, you know, and then like your girlfriend gets a camera she's going to use for the rest of her life. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And that's, you know, that's priceless. Yeah,
1: yeah it, tr- it really is. It really is.
2: So I wanted to ask you, Patrick, do you plan on, I think I might know the answer already, but doing any like YouTube with, with like your daily grind? Because I think it would be such a cool like. Yeah, that
1: would be fun.
3: I would yeah, follow that. Yeah. Yeah. So I think I'm going to start, but. Because uh,
2: the last time I talked to you, you were like, no, so that's uh, exciting.
3: <laughs> I, I don't want to see myself in a video. I, I'm not, I don't know. Like I'm even nervous talking on this. I'm sure I'll get used to it. But uh, I think there's gonna be a little bit of a learning curve, and I don't think anyone needs to see another Canon A1 review video. You know? <laughs> <laughs> but I also have like five of these cameras that only fire when you yell at it. <laughs> yeah. What? So I don't. I don't think anyone's seen though, like something like that. So oh be cool yeah, I know what
2: you're talking about. Yeah, Yeah.
3: so so it'd be cool to do reviews on cameras like that or like why I do certain things. And um, I'm going to be going over. Um, yeah, I have a bunch of things coming this year. I'm actually going to start showing my, my my work for the first time. I'm working after our conversation about a month ago. I'm working on my first my first zine in five years. Yes. Um, I have another story about that. I'm going to start selling. I'm going to start selling prints and then uh, I'm going to start a YouTube YouTube and then uh so YouTube I wanna cover I wanna go over roles of film that I've shot before and kind of like it's kinda of like troubleshooting, you know, mm-hmm. like hey, do your photos have that weird like do the tar- do the dark parts look all like muddy and grainy? Huh,
1: yeah. Probably yeah. a little
3: underexposed, you know, just turn your lens one one stop open next time. If you're shooting color negative film, try metering one stop under box speed for Every color negative film and tell me that you don't love it.
2: (laughs) 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 Yeah, that's, I mean, that's, I think, uh, I think people really enjoy what you can give to the community via YouTube. So I'm, 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 I'm a cheerleader for that. I'm excited. Ah, I appreciate it. Yeah.
3: Um, Oh, I, you asked earlier. So what the day to day is. So the weekends, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, I'm doing everything. I'm doing crazy stuff. I have a girlfriend. uh, Her name is Mia. She's really lovely and sweet. And we go camping a lot and go hiking. We go outdoors. And we, uh, when, Coronas like mid, uh, it was like August of last year, we wanted to be like away from everyone, but we still want to go see things. But like, it was a really, we're trying to be responsible. We're trying to be as responsible as, you know, as right. and smart because number one, we want to be good for our families, you know, because yeah. we both have like parents that could, I don't know. We yeah. don't, we don't have all the information, so right. we're playing it safe, but we did drive across the country. Oh, wow. <laughs> we mid, yeah. We went uh, from here up to uh up north so we went all through like big sur and all that and then we hit oregon washington idaho montana i saw i saw that uh old old faithful <laughs> oh new. yeah so it was cool i got to see old faithful and i had my uh my roly flex Rolly with portrait 400 and it was sunset and uh i got front row and i was like yeah perfect <laughs> you know like man that so i need to
2: i need to do that I need to drive up the coast and come back down again.
3: It was really, really cool to be. I mean, so yeah, I, I love road trips and we love road trips. So we go a lot and she's totally cool with me thrifting all the whole way and, uh, like in Idaho, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Idaho, I, I found like, oh man, I don't even want to say it. I found like 20 cameras for like two bucks a camera. Wow. Nice. So, you know, that pays for like my groceries for a little yeah. bit. Or like that buys me like yeah. wheels for my car. Yeah. Or like, I don't know. So, oh, so going back to what I do on a daily basis, I'm going every day. I'm trying to thrift as much as I can. Uh, so my girlfriend and I, sometimes we go camping on the weekends. Um, so Monday, then Monday comes around. Monday I go and I check. Uh, my PO box. Make sure I get everyone's film. I get uh, all the film from Steel Mill at the drop off box there, and Sea Hive all the film from there. And then I prep the film, and then I have a pop up at five o'clock at like you know. And then so after the pop up, pop up ends around like six thirty seven. I go uh, go back home. I drop off everyone's negatives that I have with me at the pop up. I load up my car with a my little bedroll, and then I drive up to the lab. So the lab is about three hours north from me. It's like two and a half hours. So I drive through oh, LA. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I drive through LA, but I drive and I leave at like nine or 10 at night. That way I skip all the traffic and then I just- Smart. Yeah, car camp outside the lab and then I wake up, you know, eat some fruit and then I go work at the lab for a few hours, develop everyone's film or help the lab with whatever they need. And then, um, so I'm developing for so many people. people like, People always ask, like, do you develop and scale my film? I'm like, oh, man, I wish I had the time for that, you know? <laughs> uh, luckily, we have a, a very, very excellent, skilled, hand, like, handful of people that work at the lab. Yeah. Me and them. Treat your film like it's our film. Uh, our fail rate is, like, 0.00. 000. Oh, it's crazy. It's, like, one in every, like, five, 6,000 roll, you know? And that's, like, a mechanical yeah. error or something. But, uh, yeah, so I'll stay at the lab and I... Uh, I'll develop, I'll be there, I'll work and I go home and I'll take all the film with me so I drive back down. But uh it's really cool because one, man, I chose this job from I chose I accidentally made up a job for myself. I love it. (laughs) It's really cool, yeah. I I, it's 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 fun because um
2: Yeah, it really is a really cool thing what you do. I Yeah.
3: Before I used to work in restaurants and like I I was a I was a pizza boy, you know, I was a pizza (laughs) boy for a while. I could do the whole like throwing it over my head and spinning in the air thing, and then uh, then I worked at uh, restaurants, and then by the end I was working at like this like five star restaurant that like I had to like put my hair up and like oh how do you do today sir so like so like, <laughs> so, like do, oh, I mean God. I was pretty they're pretty like uh, lenient with how I talk which works out because I talk like crazy but it worked out because <laughs> uh, i could be like hey man you should totally check out this super rad ball of wine you'd love it. It was like a two hundred dollar bottle of wine. I was getting money mm-hmm. and I was stressed out. I was yeah. so stressed out because I had to maintain this like this, this very like high I don't know, it wasn't me. Right. It wasn't me.
1: Dude, I, I get that, man. I managed a restaurant for ever. Yeah, that sounds
3: painful. I messed restaurant. Was awful. <laughs> awful. Yeah, so I was making good money as a waiter, but um the coolest thing was <laughs> when you bring someone's food out to them, they're really happy.
1: I was, like, oh, wow. yeah.
3: I was like, wow, this is cool. I like making people happy. So um, I was working at a restaurant. I was doing a waiter thing. And on the weekends, I would go to thrift and find cameras. And then I would start selling. them. So I was, I've i been selling cameras more and more and more since so 2015, 16. I'm selling more. And then uh, 17, 2017, I'm like, you know what? I'm going to put all my time into cameras and selling them. I think there's enough of a demand that I'm going to go full force with this. And then uh, there wasn't, you know? So I was like, I was still like just barely doing it. Like selling cameras was like a side thing, but it was pretty, it was, you know. So I've been effectively selling cameras for about six years for sure. And um, then 2017, I moved up North and I kind of had some free time. So I would spend all day at the lab. And then um, kind of like, you know, when you're a kid and like you spend all day at the skate shop because you're like, oh, I love skating. You just Uh sit there and watch skate videos. So I was sitting at the, at the lab, at the you know the film lab, and I was like, oh cool, cool. let me look at this data sheet for you. Know? So, <laughs> uh, yeah, I love data sheets. Those things are fun. <laughs> Reciprocity times, yeah. <laughs> what happened was I kept selling the cameras to people, and then I would talk to them and I would help them get their first roll of film back. And if you think that bringing people food makes Mm -hmm. them happy, Mm -hmm. giving someone the gift of film is the best feeling. And I can't, I've lost track of how many people have gone to shooting film now, but still people come to me and like, oh, I found out also, (laughs) like, I try to like, I'll often uh, give people, if it's their first role, I'll usually develop and scan it for free. That's great. That's great. thank you. Well, and I tell them not as... Um, I feel like it's kind of mean, you know? It's like
2: crap. <laughs> oh, yeah, because you're like... It's, <laughs> it, it is. It is.
1: It's like, yeah. here's
3: like, your
2: first here's one your, free. Here's your, your gateway drug,
3: right? Yeah. <laughs> and then they're like, oh, I like this. And they're like, wait, why is why is the role of Portrait... What? That much? Yeah,
2: that's funny. <laughs> uh,
3: Shout out Kodak increases. Yeah. I don't want <laughs> to. But we're all, I don't know, everyone's complaining about the Kodak increases, but no one's mentioning the Fuji increases from last year that were 13% that slipped oh, by no. everyone. But no one complained about that. But now Kodak does an 11% across the board and everyone's like, ooh, like, hey, they're just matching Fuji.
1: I'm just happy it's still here. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. I, I obviously don't want to pay more, but I will because I have to. Yeah, same. I have yeah. To.
3: And in the least selfish way, I think that part of the reason that I do all of this is because my personal love for film i want to keep shooting film
1: mm-hmm.
3: for yeah. myself so
1: yeah i totally get
3: that if everyone else shoots film you yeah, are exactly. gonna have to keep making film mm-hmm. so i'm like i'm thinking myself like okay what i'll just get as many people as i can to start shooting film and that way i'll have nothing <laughs> to worry about
2: <laughs> well patrick i like i told you before I, I i think it's really inspiring what you do and what you're doing for the community not only are you like helps, sus- you know sustaining it but you're also like like you said, you're getting people who wouldn't normally shoot film into film photography, and I think that's so freaking cool.
3: I love that. Thank you. Yeah, it's um. So also uh, this year, I am going to start uh, doing um intro to photo lessons and cool. just a bunch of photo lessons. So like I'll I'm, I'm also this is going to be where it hopefully um it hits, but I'm going to do uh zoom sessions. Oh, you know? or I'll, yeah, that's so cool. I've been doing this for long enough that I can see a sliver of a camera from a mile away, you know, and I can tell you what camera it is, why it does <laughs> yeah. what it does, yeah. and yeah. where everything on it is. So I think it'd be nice to be able to, you know, if someone wants to pay me, I don't know what the prices are going to be, but if you want to sit down for half an hour and have a Zoom chat, I'll, uh, I have forms or, or like kind of like booklets already. So if someone wants to talk to me about yes. uh, creative photography or medium format or large format or like the basics of film or, Why, you know, like anything, like I'll go, I'll be able to help people go over everything because
2: such a great idea.
3: I, uh, yeah, I think it'd be cool to be able to like, if someone gets a camera, I'll be like, yeah, here, let me show you how I use it. But the thing is I'm, I'm selling, if I'm selling 50 cameras and I sit down with everyone for like half an hour, then that's like a day's worth of work I don't get paid for, you know? So I I have to start, I have to, as much as I'd like to sit down with everyone and tell everyone about their camera, I have to charge for like a little lesson or something somewhere down the
2: line. No shame in that.
3: No, that's cool. I think that, uh, I've, like I said, I've been, I've been actively shooting for about eight years. I've shot hundreds of cameras. I've shot film stocks from 1956 and I've shot, you know, I've shot wet, I've worked with wet plates. I've shot large format, ultra large, you know, um, that's eight (laughs) by 10. I don't know. I've, I've gone through it, and I like to think that I'm proficient enough to help someone else. And if I don't know anything, I'm going to learn along with yeah, them. Yeah, that's, that's awesome. Um, but, yeah, no, I um, coming back around, what I do is not profitable. Mm-hmm. What I'm trying to do this year is put some stuff out that way. Because there's there's a lot of really—we have the coolest community, you know? And um, I think— I, uh, I'm going to start selling some of my photos and prints. And, um, I always wanted to do like the not show my work because I, I take all my photos for me, you know? Same here. I'm not trying to do the whole Vivian Meyer thing where you like die with like 800. (laughs) um, (laughs)
2: like
3: I want to see my photos, yeah but they're special to me. I got a rollback, man, two days ago, three days ago. And my eyes started watering like while I was looking at it because it was just, um, my Christmas roll for my family. And it was my first time getting a picture with uh, just certain members of my family all together. And seeing those pictures, just like, man. And seeing my little brother (laughs) with his braces, you know, he's 14 years old. And I'm like, wow, he's never going to, he won't know until later, like how cool this picture is. And there's so much special stuff about that. Photos.
2: That's like, Timothy, you, you like went through a phase where you weren't sharing anything, right? I'm still pretty
1: much that yeah. way. I mean, I think I only shared like, I don't know, like 20 photos or something last <laughs> year. Um... Which is, I feel like a lot more than the year before, but I, I don't know. I do it for me. Yeah. I do it for, and it's funny because because of that, you know, I'm not always looking at my photos, you know, yeah. I'm not, I, I'll go through phases where I'll start scrolling through my Lightroom catalog on my phone because now everything's all connected and I'm just like, yeah. wow, I can't believe I didn't share any yeah, of this. Yeah. Like You're I have right? so many, like so many photos that, I mean, would, I, I don't want to say that would do great on Instagram, <laughs> but you know. Well, do you- this wild? Uh yeah, all the time. Like Sick. all the time. I'm always printing.
3: It's nice to have that for yourself too. Yeah. I try to do that too.
1: I have folders over by my my uh, inkjet printer that kind of portfolios where I do eleven by fourteens, thirteen by nineteens, eight by tens. Mostly do five by sevens and four by sixes. And I think I have like fifteen or sixteen photo albums. Yeah. And they're <laughs> all just like nice leather bound albums from Target that I used to pick up a couple every time when I'd go. And I just love having those because I don't have to get my phone out or my computer open to go look at my photos. I just kind of grab a couple, a couple binders and, you know, sit outside on the porch and drink my coffee and flip through my photos and just be like, damn, these are so cool. Like, I'm so glad I have these.
3: It's really nice. You know, when you're pestering, you're pestering your family or something, you're like, hey, come on, guys, let's all take your photo." And it's always the, you hate me now, but yeah. give it five years yeah. and you'll right. be so happy with this exactly. picture. Exactly. We'll be right back
1: with some listener questions for Patrick right after this message from our sponsor.
2: Support for Analog Talk comes from Polaroid. Use the promo code AnalogTalk10 on your first purchase on film at Polaroid.com.
1: Hey guys, just wanted to hop in here quick and tell you about our Develop With Us Patreon Sunday. Now it's going to be the third Sunday of the month. Chris and I, a group of you, Patreons, are going to be hanging out developing some film together. It's a really good time. We've done two already and we look forward to the future of this whole little project we're doing. It's it's just a lot of fun hanging out with you guys. Also, we have a Patreon-only Discord, so make sure you guys check that out. Enjoy the rest of the episode. We'll see you at the end. Alright guys, this is a part of the show where we break off and take a question from one of our listeners. And this week's question comes from Rolly Cord eighty two. And he wanted to know if you could have one film back from the dead, which one would it be?
3: Uh, Fuji Sensia two hundred. There's no question about that. I don't even <laughs> I, uh, know what that
2: is, I don't think. yeah uh, so it's a positive film. Yeah, yeah I was
1: yeah, gonna say yeah, it's a positive film. So it's a positive
3: film, film yeah. but if I remember correctly, it's just warm. It's like a warm warm positive film 200 speed nice and clear and crisp you know, a terrible latitude, <laughs> my favorite, <laughs> there was a, not, it wasn't actually that bad of latitude, but, um, I managed to get my hand on like maybe one or two rolls, but that came out good, but I haven't found anything since then, but a uh, really good color palette, very special color palette.
2: Um, Do you know when it was discontinued? Lit? No,
3: I think must've been like mid two thousands probably. Wow.
1: Man, I'll tell you if you like, if you like a warmer tone, positive probably. film, no, I was going to say, um, film photography projects FPP's retro chrome Mm -hmm. 400 I think it was out of stock for a little bit and now I think I was talking to Mike on Instagram and he said that he thinks there's enough supply for like this year he's I know they're bringing it back it might be back by the time this comes out but I don't think it's going to last very long. So my next film purchase is going to be a, a bucket load of that. Oh, I was going to say a butt load, but I, I didn't want to throw a button there. People <laughs> <laughs> we'll do a bucket, a bucket full of it. <laughs> uh, but it's just like a really warm, weird old of that. Yeah. military ectochrome.
3: And you should. Uh, have you heard of the Raleigh Crossbird? film i've heard of no. Roly chrome i've heard of the vario yeah the Rolly, yeah really very bing 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 they don't sell the vario chrome anymore though they sell they rebranded it as crossbird uh 200 so okay it's, mm-hmm. so it's rebranded as crossbird 200 but if you shoot at 100 and develop it in E6 chemicals, it's side film, not oh, C41, sweet. but you can, you can, yeah. Oh, interesting. But it looks, it looks super warm.
1: That's my plan for, for this year is to shoot a lot of positive film. I've been stockpiling and I, I really, I developed a couple rolls roles of the retro and haven't shared any of it yet again, but How is it? I'm, <laughs> it's, I'm just obsessed. It, it oh. is like my it's my vibe and it's a high you know how most most positive films are you know 50 100 200 at most and this is a this is a 400 that's crazy yeah, uh, that it
3: looks really nice,
1: though, huh? Oh, dude, it's it's legit. I'm going to share some in the next couple weeks. I have another uh, I six rolls. Right roll roll. yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm I'm saying if if you're into that kind of stuff, you should definitely go to their store and pick some up because I know it's not going to last forever. Good call. So, Good question. Yeah, yeah, great question.
3: Great. I question. liked it. Um, I'm happy they brought Acros back. Acros, whatever. I haven't
1: shot the two yet. I'm still getting through the stockpile of the one that I have left. (laughs) (laughs) Uh,
3: I shot a roll of it just to kind of like, you know, test the worries out. And then I hit one photo of just, oh, I've been working on. I I do know what I do like to shoot photos of because I feel very general. And, you know, like I take... People ask I say I take pictures of people, places, and things. Hmm. And people will say, "Oh, cool! Wait, what? That's everything." <laughs> like, yeah, I take photos of everything. But I realize that the photos I love the most are the ones of people doing what they love. Mm. So yeah. I think I'm gonna focus on environmental portraiture.
2: Oh, cool! I haven't done that since. Well, I mean, that was an assignment in photo school. Was like an environmental portrait.
3: Yeah, I really yeah. like it because so there's this uh, there's this local local dude. He's a blacksmith and he makes knives. <laughs> so- wow. Yeah. 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 So I hit him up or we met one time at a thing and I was like, "Hey, uh, stuff's really cool, man. Like, can I come take some photos?" He's like, "You want to take photos of me working?" I was like, "Yeah, is that yeah. right?" He's like, "He's like, "For sure, come through." And so he's like pounding on it. There's sparks flying yeah. on the anvil and like so Akros hit it really really nice and um yeah, no. So I just Oh, he also let me make a knife with him. So I did the whole like I blacksmith the knife. Oh, nice. Yeah. So uh no, but Shooting pictures of people doing what they love—it like you can actually see something, you know. Mm-hmm. I don't like fake stuff. I yeah, mean, uh, mm-hmm. but fake stuff's cool. Whatever, BRC. You know, I'm all for that. <laughs> I like art, yeah, but I also like real stuff. Love it. Every it's all real, you know. But you know what I mean. Yeah, we know
1: what to be. It is. Well, we got we got the. We got the dreaded two part question, which I'm sure you've you've been thinking about this. <laughs> part one of the two part is the desert island camera, the one camera that you will you will take with you to the island and shoot for the rest of your life.
3: <laughs> so I have a couple questions about this. That I've always want to ask. Yeah. 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 How many lenses can I take with it? Ooh, Just that's a, a good one? question.
2: I mean, if you're, it's it's what's your desert <laughs> island camera. So you can take all the lenses. that you, Yeah. Yeah.
1: yeah.
3: Yeah. Hey, cool. Yeah, you've RP. got you've got the kit.
2: Yeah, you got no, the kit.
3: Regardless of if I did or if I didn't, I would choose the RB67. Yeah. Yeah. It's yeah. just um, it's reliable. The biggest yeah. thing for me in a camera is reliability. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Reliable. Agreed. Um, it's it does everything. You know, it does everything, and it's so modular. I love the modularity of it as well. Mm-hmm. Because if you did want to shoot with a prism or a waist level, I'm a fan of the waist level, but the prism's not bad. Uh, if you want to shoot with a left-hand grip, if you want to put a right-hand grip, and, I don't know, do whatever, but left-hand grip, uh, it has a pistol grip. There's so many options you can do with it. It feels so universal. Uh, if I could choose, you know, a 35 and a 120, it'd be the FM2N and the uh, RV67. I love my FM2N so, 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 so very much. Yeah, it's yeah. such a great camera. It is. if. Yeah, if I don't know people, I wish people knew more about like the uh, the untold cameras. There's so many yeah. beautiful cameras that are just really, really like capable. You know, like the uh, yeah. like all the Canon Rebels are such sick cameras, yeah. but no one buys yeah. them. Yeah. But if everyone knew that the Canon Rebel has a built-in multiple exposure feature, mm. I think that they'd sell a lot more.
2: <laughs> yeah, but there's something about the Rebels. I will agree. They're great.
1: Yeah, I had I had two of them yeah. at one point and those were Yeah. Yeah, and I they were great to give to people that were mm-hmm. just like coworkers, girlfriends that were interested in shooting film and I was like this is like almost a digital camera yeah. kind of, it's, you it's know, like it's easy, but like yeah. Yeah. It's, yeah. yeah. Which
3: yeah. is cool too because and that's why I tell people I was like I'm like look at this camera. Like it has full auto, it has yeah. semi auto. Oh, nice mug. It has full <laughs> auto, semi auto and uh uh, like full manual, damn TriX. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, Sim's <laughs> so got a TriX mug. I'm like, oh man, man I'm thirsty here <laughs> Although I must say, HP Five would be my cup of tea.
2: Mm.
1: I see. I'm just I I bleed yellow. Yeah. Man. I don't know what it is.
2: <laughs> same, hey, I'm, I'm same.
3: Kodak's number one fan, but did I'm you, uh, back you... and forth on the black and white.
2: My uh, my fridge like reorganization of my film fridge, and I was like, here's all my lumography Here's all my Kodak. Here's my three rolls. <laughs> 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 I
3: <was> like <laughs> uh, no, no
2: shade Just bleed yellow Like Timothy said <laughs>
3: Yeah I Nine times out of ten You'll find me with a role Of pro image Which you know As you know
2: Yeah that was the role That you suggested to me When we first met that You're was, like
3: Well I heard So man It was really cool Because I was over At the film store I was uh, buying film And I heard I You were right behind me And to the right And I heard you Asked the person someone You asked the person something Like oh do you have Any portraits in stock And I was like <laughs> Chris, I know who's asking for portrait in that voice. And I just stood there for a second, so nervous. And I turned around and I go, Are you Chris? <laughs> And I, you're like, yeah, but you're like, oh I'm like, oh cool. I listened, blah, blah. blah. And I was like, Yeah, you should try <laughs> that uh, try that pro image. That sounds really cool. And they just uh, they just got into stock. And I did.
1: It is really good. And I
2: just actually re- sh- I just I got my Yashika fix. That was the first roll I put in there. So I was yeah. like, I thought about you. I was like, Patrick, I'm shooting this, the pro image. Did you develop it yet? I did. I'll send you some. Okay came How do you out feel great. That's it? good.
3: Oh it's real good. Good skin tones.
1: Mm-hmm. I feel like it's, I feel like it's like a good mix between, I know this sounds weird, but I feel like it's got like Ektar Blues, like I well, feel like it's got that cyan look to it
3: that Ektar what has. What i tell people is if Portra 160 and Ektar 100, like... Had a kid and yeah. that miracle film baby came out. That's what you told indie me. Portrait. Yeah, yeah, I remember. <laughs> That's exactly what it is. Yeah. yeah, because it has the good skin tones of portrait. It has the juicy, popping colors of like, Ektar. It's mm-hmm. it's it's fun. And then it's um I. Th- could be incorrect but i think it's made in or it's like a south american based film so it's actually you know how all your film is like really susceptible to heat Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. pro image 100 is slightly less susceptible (laughs) oh good to know yeah but it doesn't really make a difference because you shouldn't risk it you know yeah yeah definitely cool guys Put in the fridge. Uh, second parter. Yeah. Yeah. Part two.
1: Part two. Part two. The uh, this is the one that you know it's either hit or miss. That when we get the I think there's like point one percent of our guests that were like I feel pretty good. Yeah. I, I think I'm all right. <laughs> and it's like okay, okay. Yeah, yeah, all yeah. Right. yeah. But it's the it's the white whale camera. Is there anything that you've always wanted to get your... I mean, you're a camera dude.
3: So here's the thing. I, I feel like when I... Yeah, no. I, you're right. Like, <laughs> I, I have... Like, I wake up in the morning. I guess I... Ugh. I really don't want to sound like, oh, I have an M3 and I have a Pentax 67, because it's not that. Like, I've been working really hard for. Dude,
1: I get. I get yeah. That. yeah.
3: Ten years, and I've, I've, you know, I've, I've worked to get all this stuff, and I've gone the last three years doing all this stuff. Like, I really, I live on the smallest budget because because of just how all this film stuff works, but. I don't mind, dude. I love eating fruit for breakfast. You know, like I'm not, I'm not tripping. Um, yeah. What's more valuable to me than seeing someone smile when they get their first roll of film back? Like that's the coolest thing. Dude, amen. Yeah, I can't but, uh, beat it. No, but that also doesn't afford me to buy my white whale camera. So Yeah. But what <laughs> so is it? This year, so, yeah. It's uh the Wide Lux.
2: Oh, the Wide oh. Lux. Yeah. Okay.
3: Mr. Uh Jeff B. Jeff yeah. 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 yeah, he's got some great work with that. I really liked all his stuff from it. I really like what he does. I uh I really enjoy motion photos. Um if you like you know Jason Lee's book, that big one? I forget what it's called, but mm. that one No,
1: thought, I know what you mean. Yeah. Yeah.
3: There's a lot of like still motion. You know what I mean? And I really love that. And I love that Jeff Bridges could do that with the wide lux. And I I wouldn't want any other cameras right now because like I said, I have I have my rangefinder spot filled, my TLR spot filled, my my SLR filled. I don't have a camera that moves its lens, like that has a panning lens. So that's where I can justify it. Besides that, I think also I would. Did you guys see that SLR? uh, Sorry, it's like the SX70 six. It's a SX670 or something like that mint yes Bro- yes brooklyn oh, film okay, camera okay. dropped it so it's like a a fully manual sx-70 that takes 600 film with the sonar focusing and flash and manual shutter speeds and all that wait oh you have one don't you <laughs> you got <one. laughs> Oh man i thought that was the you coolest mean, uh, this guy right here <laughs> no you got it oh <laughs> yeah
2: wow
1: yeah. oh it's Beautiful. And it's black. Yeah, it
3: is. Yeah, it is.
1: And it's in like really good condition. I I can see that. Yeah, it's clean.
2: That's like your main Polaroid camera, right? Now? Uh well no, I have the
1: this guy. (laughs) I have I I have four SX70s. Well, no, I mean like
2: (laughs) you shoot it more than the others. Am I wrong?
1: No, I actually I shoot the uh,
2: I shoot the OG. Okay, okay.
1: The the Alpha One that I Frankensteined out of a couple different SX70s. Yeah, well, you guys, you guys
2: know mine's broken.
3: I got one of those too. I love the OG. (laughs) The OG. This one was a gift too.
1: This thing's amazing, but it, it's there's just nothing like this. Is like a I'll bring to like the film Padilla yeah, next time. Yeah, you exactly. know what I mean, yeah. like to to flex. Yeah, other than <laughs> I
3: I almost tried to sneak into the film Padilla. I don't know if we put this in the podcast, but I was very close to trying to sneak in because you weren't I the only ever- one.
2: You weren't the only one who was trying to sneak in. I don't think. Well, the thing <laughs> is, I
3: was like, I know half the people in there. I know. You know? That's I what we were like, just we
2: were just talking about um, when Phil does it again when they do it again. Like they're they're gonna have to do two weekends. They're not gonna they're not gonna be ready for everybody who's gonna have to. (laughs) Who's gonna be so pent up and ready to like hang out and shoot and be around each other that it's gonna have to be a month long paidea I feel like
3: that's gonna be so cool. (laughs) (laughs) They're not ready. I wish that we could do the camera meetups like we used to do. I know. You know Soon. Like everyone... I
1: think I think we'll get back on it. You know. Yeah.
3: The,
2: there's light at the end of the tunnel. I feel like with this stuff. Hopefully.
3: This, this has been really cool, and I'm, I'm I'm sad to see it end. But. Well, you were
2: a great <laughs> guest, Patrick, and like I said, yeah. like I said Thanks before, so much. what you're doing you for guys. the the community is really awesome, and I can't wait to see what else you do. Can't wait for that YouTube channel. Going to be subscribing.
3: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I'm, I'm very excited for it. Um, if I can leave everyone with a. Or of advice is use what you have, you know? I love that. Spend your money on film instead of a new lens. Take pictures of the people you love. It's... I just had, you know, uh, my friend's, it's my friend's dog pass away, Aww. but I took mm-hmm. a picture of him two days before he did pass away. Oh. And uh, that's like stuff like that. It uh, it goes a long way, you know? Yeah. Um, it
2: really does. Yeah. It's great advice.
3: Just give your friend a film camera. That's what you should do. <laughs> <laughs> I hope that everyone can give their friend a film camera and, you know, I've just. I've done it. Yeah. Yeah. Everyone should do their part. <laughs> you know, spread spread the love of film. It's like it's a it's the best feeling. Uh, Definitely. So yeah. good.
2: Where can everybody check you out? Where can they find you? So
3: on Instagram, I am filmdaddy47. That name was given, not chosen. <laughs> <laughs> For the record. Yeah. Uh, I'm making a business Instagram right now. It's uh film47.co. And then my website is film47.co because I can afford the dot com. It says. Film47.co <laughs> Awesome <laughs> Timothy where are you? Guys head over
1: to Instagram It's at Timothy Makeups I also make film photography Related YouTube videos Easiest way to find that Go to the search bar Type in Timothy Makeups You'll find a bunch of stuff there That's it for me Chris where are you?
2: So I am Chris B. Photo On Instagram Twitter and YouTube We have an Analog Talk Podcast Twitter That's Analog Talk Pod We have an Instagram That's Analog Talk Podcast And we have a Facebook group Where you can join And like and share photos and all that stuff
1: <laughs> yeah oh, rusty
2: on that i don't know what happened there
0: photo. <laughs> yeah
1: patrick
2: thank you thank you thank you thank you we were so glad to thank have you. you and again you're doing all the amazing work and we appreciate what you do so happy
3: to be here guys thank you
2: awesome guys we'll see you in the next one
1: bye. bye first off chris and i would like to thank patrick for coming on the show mr film daddy thanks so much for all you do with the community hopping on here telling us what you do and showing your love for film photography. It's amazing. Keep up the great work. We love what you're doing. Guys, it's going to take us to Patreon. Head over to patreon.com/slash analog talk for even a buck. Like I said at the top of the show, you can get the show two days early. We're also doing Developing with Us. That's going to be the third Sunday of the month. We're doing, Chris and I are doing solar shows. That's pretty exciting. We're still going to be doing after show specials and Patreon only specials with, you know, new guests, old guests, all kinds of stuff we have planned. So yeah, if that sounds like something you would be interested. And if you would like to support the show, head over to patreon.com slash analog talk for all the Patreons that already helped support the show. Guys, we do not know what we would do without you. We appreciate each and every single one of you. So it's great to be back and we're ready for another full season, another awesome year talking to photographers, your favorite photographers. Just we love this stuff. We love this stuff and it's great to be back. So until next week, guys, we'll see you soon. Later.